Well, after almost a week off, the Lakers played game one tonight, and they looked like they were still on vacation mode, still in rest mode, but you know what? There are a lot of things that we can talk about this game one loss. Lakers lose second round to the Rockets, 112-97. to Now, I have the one and only, you guys know who it is, Laker Dad here to help me break down this kind of embarrassing, rather forgettable game. Dad, what are your initial thoughts on this Lakers loss tonight? You know, um, you sort of said it a moment ago, Hannah, the Lakers just didn't come out like they wanted to play tonight. They had very little energy, very little focus, lots of turnovers. We're not fighting hard on the boards. It's embarrassing. They're so much bigger than Houston, yet the the, uh, rebounding was a dead heat tonight. So they just, they weren't ready to play. Sad, but true. And it's strange because, you know, those first couple of minutes, the Lakers came out looking great. I mean, they were up 7 to nothing in the first couple of minutes. We looked at each other. We're like, all right, cool. They're ready to go. And then something happened where they just really just became very lackadaisical, almost like they just started off too strong or something. And they just really, for the rest of the game, it was the Rockets leading the way, playing at their game, their pace. And that second quarter, they just kind of went off and went run with it. And then, of course, the Lakers did kind of stay in there until about the beginning of the fourth when the Rockets went on a 10 to nothing run. And it was interesting because the Lakers were playing so badly, but we did have some hope because they were hanging in there. They were down by, you know, five, eight, getting it to within three. But then, of course, that fourth quarter came. Like I said, Rockets were on a 10 to nothing run, and that was when the game just went completely out of control. But what do you think the Lakers need to do in order to be able to rebound from this game? Because as we all know, they did come out and they did lose the first game in the first round to Portland. And then, of course, they ended up winning the next four in a row. So what can the Lakers do tonight in order to be able to bounce back on Sunday and get that win? Well, first of all, they got to show up and look like they're interested in playing. They, they just looked very disinterested tonight. There wasn't a lot of emotion. Even LeBron seemed kind of just like unfocused tonight. Uh, he started out strong, but the second half, you know, did almost nothing. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it starts there. You got to be ready to play. You know, you got to play with some urgency. This is a good t- team. We're talking about the Houston Rockets here. This is not the Portland Trailblazers. So, uh, you know, they just, the first thing they got to do is say to themselves, we're going to go out there and we're going to play hard. We're going to hustle. They were out hustled. They were out played. Uh, Rockets got offensive rebounds, lots of extra shots. Lakers were horrible with turnovers tonight, embarrassing turnovers. And they were a lot of lazy, sloppy passes. It was just the sign of a team that was absolutely not ready to play, not focused. Yeah, LeBron and AD, you know, stat-wise... They ended up, they looked like they would have had pretty good games. LeBron finished with 20, AD finished with 25 and 14 rebounds. But watching them, they were not super involved in this game. And like you said, most of those points did come from the first half. Or again, maybe they had the points, but it wasn't like they were really aggressive and were really playing hard and were really dominating like we saw in those last games against the Portland Trailblazers. And when you mention, you know, the turnovers, yeah, Lakers had 17 points tonight on some very sloppy turnovers that led to 24 easy points for the Houston Rockets. And I want to say, you know, it's interesting because Rajon Rondo, this was his first game back for the Lakers. And a lot of people thought, you know, now that the Lakers have Rondo back, we have another ball handler. It's going to give, you know, some relieve LeBron of some of that pressure. and It's going to be better for the Lakers. But tonight we saw Rondo with a lot of turnovers. Now, of course, he hasn't played in a long time. This was his first game, essentially, since 
man back in March. So, you know, it makes a little sense that he's rusty, but still, Dad, what do you think? Because I know we were talking during the game. Rondo looked like he was taking Alex Crusoe's minutes a little bit. I know a lot of people were saying once Rondo comes back, whose minutes is he going to take? And it looks like he was taking Crusoe's. And do you think that's the right move moving forward? You know, I don't, Hannah. Um, I was a little bit surprised. Um, You know, Rondo, first of all, he didn't play badly tonight. He did some nice things. I think he knocked down a couple of three-pointers. He had a couple of nice passes, but he had a lot of bad plays, a lot of turnovers, and it really did seem to eat into Caruso's minutes, and Caruso actually had a pretty good game tonight. I think he scored in double figures and played pretty well, Uh, but, uh, you know... I. It's late in the season to be changing things up like this. Rondo has, has missed a lot of time. He's been gone, you know, a, a while now. The Lakers are playing pretty well with Caruso. I don't know. I just don't know if it's too smart. Uh, I don't mind him taking J.R. Smith's uh, minutes, but, <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure about Caruso's minutes. Yeah, I tend to agree. And just also, you know, throughout the season, I think a lot of people... I always found it funny that people were talking like Rondo's going to be our savior when he comes back because, you know, we didn't play for us very well this season. I know there's this stigma, you know, playoff Rondo, he's much better in the playoffs, whatever. But I think Alex Caruso, you know, when you know when he's out on the floor, I believe the Lakers just play better with him out on the floor. So I don't really want to see him, you know, as these games continue to unfold, take Caruso's minutes because I like what I've seen from Caruso. Again, he's a guy maybe doesn't fill up the stat sheet, but does a lot of little things that really help the team win. You know, Hannah, again, the signs were all there tonight. It's embarrassing, but the Lakers just were not ready to play tonight. And it's, it's kind of sad. This is the second round of the playoffs. They had a week off to rest and they really came out and laid an egg. But again, it was a, a really energyless and passionless game, even from LeBron James. I mean, just looking in his eyes, he just never seemed to be fully engaged in the game tonight. It's really surprising. And, you know, uh, they were out hustled, they out re- you know, the rebounds. It, it was just an embarrassing uh, game. And, and all the signs were there of a lack of focus. The Lakers didn't shoot very many free throws. They had a lot of turnovers. They really didn't crash the boards very well. Just really not a good performance. Yeah, and one of the strangest things to me was the fact that the Lakers really didn't seem to take advantage of their size. You know, they're a much bigger team than Houston, but they really let Houston dictate the way they played. And it's weird that we didn't, you know, go more in the post and look to kind of get AD more involved down under the basket and didn't really look to maybe get JaVale or Dwight in there. And if we weren't going to, you know, do anything to really get those two involved and really use our size, then why even play those guys? Well, you know, there was some suggestion that Lakers might change their starting lineup tonight, but they went with a conventional lineup and, you know, you got to really wonder about it. I mean, are JaVale McGee and, and Dwight Howard, I mean, Howard didn't play too much tonight, but are, are they really going to be effective against Houston? Uh, you know, or do you, do you kind of play those big guys and force Houston, uh, you know, into challenging that? Or do you, you know, kind of fall into Houston's hands and play our own version of small ball? It's a, it's a tough decision to make, but, you know, JaVale and, uh, and Dwight are really not going to be able to come outside and guard these three-point shooters, and everybody on the Rockets is a three-point shooter. Yeah, now another thing that I wanted to talk about, and obviously one of our, you know, big subjects here, one of the big talk on when you're talking about this Lakers team in general, is just our defense. Because one of the biggest 
compliments and one of the biggest excitements coming out of that Portland you know series was the fact that we really looked like we were back to that dominant defensive team that we saw back in the regular season obviously in the regular seeding games the Lakers had struggled a lot defensively but they really did clean that up against the Portland team they really were able to contain Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum for most of those games you know they held Portland a red hot shooting team in the bubble to under 100 points but tonight it was completely different story you know we had no answer for James Harden, who ended up with 36 points. Russell Westbrook, as well, had his way with us with 24 points. And we just didn't even really seem to try to defend those guys or even try to do anything to contain them. Yeah, we, we just, uh, our perimeter defense was poor tonight. Uh, they got to the rim anytime they wanted to, and they got fouled a lot. I don't know what to say. It was just, you know, Lakers should have just stayed home tonight. It was just not a good performance. Well, this was definitely an embarrassing performance. But again, I do want to reiterate what I did say. We kind of had this same exact thought after game one against Portland. It was an embarrassing loss, and we looked like we weren't ready to play. So hopefully we just continue with that same pattern of maybe just losing game one and then coming back and winning the next four, hopefully. But I want to hear tonight your three takeaways from this first game. What are your, I guess we can combine it, three takeaways slash kind of like three keys, three things that the Lakers need to work on for this next game. Well, we got to make it harder for James Harden and Russell Westbrook. You know, they, they just had their way tonight. It looked like they didn't even break a sweat. We just didn't do a good job defensively on them. They made shots from the outside. But more importantly, they just got to the rim anytime they wanted. And if, if they missed, they got fouled. It, so that's, that's number one. Number two, we've got to stop the turnovers. This is the playoffs. We're playing the Houston Rockets, an excellent team. You can't have sloppy turnovers the way we did tonight. And number three, I mean, we've got to crash the boards harder. I mean, there's no way that Houston should get the same number of rebounds as the Lakers. We should dominate the backboards, and that's really important. So, uh, you know, those are my three takeaways. Yeah, I completely agree with you. If we're going to keep JaVale Dwight in there, we got to take advantage of that size. You know, we can't just let Houston play their basketball against us because we have that size advantage. We can be crashing the boards. We can get in the paint. We can really make some noise that way. We got to do that. If, if we're going to keep JaVale and Dwight in there, if we're not, then that's a different story. If we're going to play small ball, then it's a different story. But you're right. We should not be, you know, pretty much tying in the rebound category when our guys are so much bigger. You know, Hannah, we've said it before. The Lakers are only going to get to the NBA Finals and, and maybe win those finals if Anthony Davis and LeBron James are stars every night. You know, they, they have to kill it every single night. And they didn't kill it tonight. They played pretty well. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly at various times they played well. But they didn't play great. There were too many lapses. You know, interestingly, again, the game was, was close going into the fourth quarter. You know, we kept hanging around. The other team should have been farther ahead. But embarrassingly, with James Harden on the bench, uh, instead of really getting up for the fourth quarter and ready to kill it, it was the other team that came out on a 10 to nothing run, and that was the game right there. They, they blew the game open in the fourth quarter, and we put very, very little resistance. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I even tweeted this midway through the game. I don't know. I think at the time I tweeted it, we were down by only two. And I said, I have no idea how we're down by only two. And I was actually feeling rather confident that we were only down by two because I was saying, you know, listen, all it's going to take is for someone to get a little hot for us to tighten up our defense a little bit and we should be okay. But of course, in that fourth quarter, everything just came crashing down, totally fell apart. Now, I do want to ask you, Dad, because I've said this all along and you just said it, you know, the Lakers are only going to go as far as 
LeBron James, and in particular, in my opinion, Anthony Davis is going to take them because I know LeBron's going to always find a way to, you know, do what he does. He's the best player in basketball right now, playing at such a crazy level, especially at this age. It's truly unbelievable. But I think Anthony Davis, he's got to dominate every single night. And tonight, while he had an okay game, especially when you're looking at his stats, you would have thought, oh, that's a pretty good game. But he was not dominant tonight. But I want to ask you, Someone has to step up. Mm-hmm. Someone has to. We thought it was going to be Kuz. He played great in the regular seeding games, but so far in these playoffs, it just it ain't it, Chief. I mean, he is just not contributing. He's not being aggressive on offense. Danny Green, although he did make a few buckets in the beginning of this game tonight, again, was pretty much a no-show. KCP, we need these guys to start knocking down our threes. We've said it over and over and over again, but at some point, are they going to do it? Because the Lakers are, they're not going to go very far. They're not going to beat this Rockets team if somebody doesn't step up. You know, Hannah, excellent point. Excellent point. You know, other than Alex Caruso, who had 14 points tonight on four for seven from the field and four assists, and, and shockingly, Frank Vogel didn't start the fourth quarter. He went with Rondo instead of Caruso, which I thought was a very bad tactical mistake on his part. But that said, uh, no one really stepped up tonight other than Caruso had a pretty good game. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, on a night when LeBron and, and AD were good but not fantastic, uh, no one else really did much. And, uh, you know, either they're going to do it or the Lakers aren't going to go any, you know, much further. So let's make some predictions because obviously we've said it so many times, but Lakers did lose game one against Portland in the first round. Do you think they're going to come out on Sunday, game two, and get that win? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so. But, I, you know, again, uh, Houston is not Portland. Houston is a much better team. We don't really match up all that well with Houston. Uh, and this is going to be a struggle. You know, I, I said in one of our earlier podcasts, Hannah, that I thought the team that w- from the West that was going to go to the NBA Finals was the team that didn't have to play Houston. And now we're playing Houston, and it's going to take everything we have to try to beat Houston. It's not going to be easy. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't expect the Lakers to play as badly as they played tonight. I mean, tonight was just really kind of embarrassing. So do you think the Lakers, if you're just predicting right now, do you think they're going to be able to win? And if so, what do you think? How many games do you think it's going to come down to? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm still going to be optimistic. I'm still going to be positive, and I'm going to say the Lakers are going to win. But I, I would be surprised – if it didn't take seven games to beat these guys, to be honest with you. Really? You think seven? I was going to go with six. I was going to, again, remain optimistic and say the Lakers are going to win this series. It's obviously going to be much more of a challenge than that that Portland round, but I think it's going to take them six. I, I hope so. I, I hope they don't have to go to a game seven. You know, it's interesting, Hannah, uh, again, on the on the positive side, on the maybe bright side, um, We've seen it before. Everybody says, well, the Lakers had a week off and they got to rest and all these things. But it seems to me in real life, as I see it happen from time to time, it never works out that way. It's like the team that had the time off is a little bit rusty coming back. They're, they're not quite in sync. And let's just hope that's what happened to the Lakers tonight and that they can bounce back in the next game. I completely agree. I feel like every single time we ever have a long break, and it's not even just the Lakers, it's just in general, any team, they always come out rusty. So I feel like maybe we shouldn't have these long breaks. Maybe I do want them to go to Game 7. I don't know. But anyway, this was kind of an embarrassing loss, but let's just wipe our minds of it. We're going to start fresh on Sunday, Game 2. I'm predicting the Lakers are going to win. You know, Dad, let's just end this kind of doing something a little fun. What do you think the score is going to be on Sunday? I'm going to do a little prediction. I'll start and say, I'll say Lakers are going to win. I think they're going to have a better game. I think they're going to come out. They're going to win 
112 to 103. What about you? I'm going to say 115 for the Lakers and 110 for the Rockets. I do these on my Instagram all the time, and I always offer if someone actually gets the score right, because no one has yet to get the score right, I say I will Venmo you $25. So if we get these right, I'm going to be so excited. But anyway, that is going to be it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Game one of uh, round two definitely was one that we would want to forget. But you know what? We'll be back at it again on Sunday. And I think the Lakers are going to get that win. Until next time, Laker hand and Laker dad are out. Bye, guys.